0: Hey everyone, this is the second part of the soccer episode recording with Arda Raffi and Phil Meister from a couple weeks back. It was a bit of a long recording so I decided to split it into half. I tend to do that now with uh, longer recordings just to be able to release more episodes more frequently for you guys. So stay tuned and hope you enjoy this episode. No, we'll talk about the Canadian football team in a a little bit, Uh, but I think it's important that we're about like 40 minutes into the conversation already. So how about we run through the uh, Champions League knockout stages? And um, obviously after the round of 16, they go into another draw, so we don't really know what will happen after that point, but I think maybe we can just go through each of the matchups first for the round of 16 and then give our opinions on who we think will win the matchup or the tie. Um, and then maybe just winners and runner-ups, like the finalists. Um, so maybe starting off with the first match that I had on the list, which was uh, Salzburg and Bayern, and we'll go straight to the resident <laughs> resident Bayern fan.
1: I think uh, I think Bayern should uh, should take care of Salzburg. Uh... Fairly uh, like they should win over two legs. Yeah, uh, I think Salzburg will still give them a run for it. Salzburg play like a really high uh, high energy. Did
0: Eddie Emmy move to Dortmund? Uh, or oh, was Actually, don't know.
1: Uh, no. I'm not sure. Okay. I should look into that. I'm That's sure a big one for Salzburg. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, and Salzburg is like a, a really well organized team. Red Bull teams um, like have have given Bayern like issues in the past. Uh, essentially, any team that like goes really high intensity like Leverkusen, Gladbach you know Gladbach got two on byron this season and again like a covid becomes a like a concern here where you know byron's first game back from the winter break a bunch of players were out from covid and they lost to gladbach and you know you wouldn't expect that i mean well maybe with gladbach you would <laughs> but uh i think byron over two legs uh should easily handle that but i uh, but salzburg could give them
0: so what would you say for an aggregate for that
1: aggregate um i think like, By- Byron are pretty dominant at home. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe away at Salzburg, it's like a, you know, maybe a, a draw or a Byron win, 2-1, and then Byron maybe 2-0 at home. Could be like 4-1, four, 4-2. Four four yeah.
0: I was thinking 4-1, four 4-2 four around yeah. there as well. Uh, I think not I my to guess, you? but
1: yeah. Uh, what about tough, you tough for me. that matchup? Yeah, I
2: think you you got a favorite Byron, especially having the experience of playing this team. I think, uh, like... If Bayern ever ever has trouble in Champions League, it's always with, like, top sides that they don't really have too much experience with um, that kind of exploit their, their, them a little bit, but, I don't know, Bayern has, like, a big brother thing in, in Germany, where I feel like it's 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 tough to play them. Um, yeah. Especially, especially
0: They're so Paul. dominant as well, right? It's <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Against think, these against these teams that don't match up skill-wise... Or talent wise, they just seem to dominate.
1: Yeah, and that's that's uh, that's another important thing. Like regardless of what Salzburg do, Bayern are pretty good at dispatching smaller teams when they have to. Yeah, uh, they don't get like a Bayern are involved in many upsets in the yeah. Champions League, like in Europe. So, yeah. um, and if you looked at the draw, like I think Salzburg is one of the teams that you probably would have been happy if you, whoever it's whoever a tough was draw. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's funny because
2: I think Bayern is probably one of the best teams at, uh, and this is like. Maybe like a slightly funny comment, but I like, think they're the best teams at beating teams that they should beat. Yes. yes. And I think it's the way they play and just like uh It's like a mentality thing, so I it's think. It's just like yeah. sticking with your fundamentals mm. and like if you're just technically better than another squad, that'll show through without having to do anything. Yeah. Uh and I think the way like a barn play and like they, they have that locked in. Like you They said, do like, falter
0: he. they do falter occasionally but it's just like there's just such a confidence when you see them playing in those matchups where you're in like there. you just know there's like a goal coming every like 15-20 minutes. I think it also helps
1: they always have very very defined leadership roles within yeah. the team. Like they can carry that kind of like mentality through. Like uh, you lose Phil Blom and Bastian Schweinsteiger but you've still got Thomas Muller and, and Manuel Neuer right. and, and Joshua Kimmich who's like, really just, like, he's more of a captain than probably the other two players, yeah, so...
2: Right. And, and we were talking about earlier about how, uh, like, the issue of having players who are above a club, Bayern's never let that no. happen. No, Like, you never no. a problem with your
1: contract or anything, you're out of here. Those players are big, uh, like, for the club. Like, uh, yeah, very man. much so. Like You
0: never hear about ego problems with buying players, really.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So uh, Okay, moving on to the next matchup, which is, again, a bit of a mismatch, but... Um, Sporting Lisbon versus Man City. Um, Arda, do you want to give yeah, your opinions I mean, on that?
2: Yeah, I think you really got a favorite city in this on, on yeah. both legs. They've uh, like recently you see them, and we were talking about this be- before the Christmas break. Like they just hit sometimes a groove where you're like, oh, you're you're in the zone right now, and you've like it's peaked terrifying. up to here, and it's scary. <laughs> it's and, like,
0: super safe. People it's make insane. comments about like,
2: oh, like Jack. Grealish hasn't done this Or hasn't played this much And I'm like Yeah and you're still this good Like He's not a bad player He's just like Finding his own rhythm Within this club uh, squad Where he's not being forced To like Hey you need to come in here You need to score 15 goals You need to do this Like He just seems very comfortable uh, And this, this, the depth that they have In that squad Is, is just so nice And it, it Another comment that was Talking about like Players not being bigger Than clubs Like Diaz wanted to leave and they let him go mm. like they Pep is not Tor- the or Torres Tor- 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 yeah yeah, yeah. Pep is uh, Torres is, uh, is not in the business of like forcing you to be at this club or like yeah. having to convince you it's like if you want to be a part of this project fantastic but if you don't like we'll let you go and bring someone especially in especially to Barca <laughs> yes yeah yeah. 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 He doesn't, yeah 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 he didn't mind that too much yeah? and uh, it was like
0: I think it was legitimately like Ferran Torres really wanted to go to Barca yeah you know, like he legitimately really likes Barca and yeah kind of dreamt of going there eventually. And
2: then, you but. know, south of Spain, opposed
1: to uh, being in Manchester. I yeah, think. I'd like to go to Barcelona. <laughs> I do those right? cool have those cool happen afterwards thing out this season. Yes.
0: <laughs> those are actually, I'd, I'd go, for, go to Barcelona <laughs> for those. Play, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I,
1: think.
0: I think it's everything about so, Barcelona. That place is dope. So, I mean, City, do you want to give an aggregate prediction? Uh, I mean, it could be like a 5-1, 6-1. One, one.
2: Honestly, it just depends how... We, I don't want to say I'm going to say this and now this is going to come back and like it's going to be a drama but I think it just honestly goes about like how ruthless that they want to be over yeah. two legs well I Lisbon
0: see... could pull off some
2: damage yeah, I,
0: I they could potentially say... but I just don't think they have enough
2: yeah I was going to say knowing
1: uh, like Pep Guardiola had some strange results with all of his teams away from home Yeah, like any any throughout his career and especially in like, Champions uh, like... because of the David and Goliath nature of this like you could see sporting like understand like Let's just go like mayhem. Yeah, and like I wouldn't be surprised if one of the games is like two-two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but but over two legs, like I think the other leg would then be like a five-nothing. It yeah, is yeah. it's two-two. It's in Lisbon. Yes, and, for sure. And, and City walks away with two wiggles and they're like, okay. Yeah, yeah exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's could, true. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> be yeah, fun. yeah. For sure. But definitely, I could I could see that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on to the next matchup. Uh, two teams that. I think this is a bit of an even matchup, honestly. It's, but one team that really did well in the ch- in the group stages, which is Ajax uh, versus Benfica. So I think uh, we'll start off with Phil on this one. What are your thoughts on Ajax Benfica?
1: Yeah, I think it could go uh, like either direction. Like Ajax, Ajax should win. Like their their form in the group stages was incredible. Yeah. They're kind of like a hit and miss in the league right now, but like they seem to really get up for it on the like the European nights. Uh, if Sebastian Aller keeps keeps scoring like he's doing he said he broke the record for group stage goals right? I think he did he, Yeah, he topped Cristiano Or did, I, think he took it I, I
0: think he almost
1: did, or did yeah. like, well
0: he got like four and then a hat trick yeah, he got so, he he got
1: so goals. many goals in the group stage um, but uh, oh no I think it was uh, it was something to do with like in your debut season in a Champions League like I think he has the most goals for because like, oh, okay. like, it was his first season in the Champions that League makes either sense. way uh, they have got a like a you know a side that's quite exciting. Antony on the wing is really fun to watch. Really? But like uh, Benfica is a good team too. And like uh, I just don't think it's like cut and dry. I think it's going to be entertaining. I think it's going to feel a lot like I don't know if any of you watched. Um, I think it was in the Europa League last year. Ajax and Roma and Ajax and Roma were both like okay. both legs like super close. Ajax looked like they were going to win at one point. Roma looked like they were going to win. Roma ended up going through, but it was just like really thrilling. Yeah, like, quite exciting games. Um, I, I see this being solved, resolved on away goals, but, like... That's fair. I don't know, like, maybe 3-3 three, three aggregate, but one of the sides
0: is... Uh, I gets two away or something. Yeah, exactly, yeah.
1: So, I don't know. Uh, I think it'll be... I think no, it's, it's
0: definitely one of the more even matchups. Yeah. Um, I think there are a lot of even matchups in there, but I think that's definitely one of the uh, <laughs> kind of better draws in terms of uh, strength. Yeah. yeah uh, Arda, what are your thoughts on that one?
2: Yeah, I think you'd have to favor... Uh, Ajax going into it that stadium is just very difficult to play in as well mm-hmm. um, I, I've been to a game there and like the the stands is very very it's close insane, to, the, yeah. to the pitch like there's not that much divide so you, you feel like you're really hugging that pitch and they've looked really strong all season uh, it's a hard uh, field to go to to win I I favor them over two legs, but Benfica. I mean, some games I've seen from the the group stage, like they looked really good. Like they were giving teams problems, so I could see them. Yeah. I guess like winning at home, but then going to Ajax and winning on goal, uh, losing on goal differential. But uh, but yeah,
1: Benfica. From what I've seen this year,
2: like they were they were a
1: tough team to. Benfica blame. Benfica played one of one of the legs against Bayern in the group stage. Uh, Benfica should, like it was a weird game because I think Bayern ended up winning like four one or four like it was crazy. But like Benfica was by far it just. uh nothing went their way they they dominated the game uh mm-hmm. like Bayern were so fortunate to get out it was it was such a such a poor i mean Benfica got through anyways but it was such a poor result for them but like they can they can boss a game
0: they have they do have a, a some level of experience as well in the Champions League right and like yeah. they might not go far but they they've gotten to this point quite often so um, who knows but this might be the time where they can push past with a team like Ajax going yeah. up against them instead of one of the traditional powerhouses. And that's what I was gonna say, like
2: you, you, you get that draw and you look at it and you're like hey, yeah, been a lot knows? worse. Yeah. And you're like, this is not an easy team by any means, but like this is a winnable leg and
0: I mean of all the first pot team or first place teams to get, I'd say Ajax is probably the best one. For sure. Can and can it's happen. nice it's, it's
1: nice to have um like a draw where you have two like there's no big traditional power side in there because you know that Benfica or Ajax Ajax is gonna be in the quarterfinals. Yeah, which is nice. Almost all the other matchups. That's true. You you are you're gonna have big, you'd think yeah. big teams are gonna go through. For
0: so. sure, the rest of the teams yeah. in here are pretty massive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Moving on to maybe the last team that's not as big, um, which is Villarreal versus Juventus. Uh, we talked a little bit about Juventus's incoming transfers. Uh, those will probably make some impact. What are your thoughts on that matchup, Arda?
2: Uh, yeah, Villarreal, also one of those teams that, like, very hard to play, mm-hmm. uh, in Spain. They um, put up a fight against United in that group, so. Yeah, that's a tough, uh, and they do well in, uh, in, in Europe all the time. I'm curious, because, like, Hovish is, uh, I think he have the manager, like, Streker's always need time to, to adjust. He's been in Syria, so that's not that much difficulty, but, like, this is a Champions League game, so. Might take him a little bit of time to adjust to a new team, uh, different style. Like he was the guy in Florentina, and yeah. Now you're with a team of like a lot of good players. He's competing against other strikers, uh, like Diaball is there, is still there. Um, yeah, I mean, over two legs, you you kind of got a favor with the with the quality there in say Juventus, but I don't think it'll be an easy game. Like yeah, Villarreal is always tough. that that's a that's a it's a tough leg to, to play especially in Spain
0: definitely they're very well organized defensively and very uh, stout I guess is the word to use yeah um with Unai Emery there
2: yeah and I feel in general sometimes like La Liga like everyone always talks about uh, like Spain Madrid and to a certain extent Atletico, uh, but, like the level of these clubs in, in Spain from like Sevilla to Valencia to like even Batiste and Sociedad like they play really high level football uh, and not being as good as Madrid or Barca is not that big of a joke <laughs> yeah, these, yeah, yeah. like there's a reason yeah these guys all oh, these guys are the top and it's yeah. like yeah but they're the top in the world so I feel like they, they cast such a shadow that, those, like, those
1: teams beat Madrid or Barca like at least, like yeah, one oh, time in a year yeah. like somewhere at some point in their Absolutely. Agility,
2: yeah. I've, I've, for sure I've seen seasons where Madrid has won the Champions League and I'm like your toughest games were in the league yeah. like uh, by far and like uh, and and I also feel like Villarreal And like these Spanish teams Having to play Barca and Madrid So often uh, I don't think They get that scared Of like a lot of European teams Because nope. they're like We yeah, played like
1: the, the, i played <laughs> Messi For a decade Like yeah. you think we to come you put Betis, Sociedad, or Bilbao in the Premier League, and I think they're hurting teams. Yeah, that's true. Like
2: you want to talk about playing a, like a rainy day in Stoke? Like yeah, you go up to the Basque Country <laughs> and
1: play <laughs> against them? Yeah. Like that's a that's yeah. a whole other thing. Yeah.
0: It's such a different style as well. Um, Phil, what are your thoughts on Villarreal, Juventus?
1: Yeah, I think I think Juventus should take it. Like, if you're, like as you guys touched on, um, uh, Villarreal are, like they, they put up a fight. Um, I think. There's something to do with like Manchester United against Real that like makes the uh, I I trust Juventus more. To, I do too. To, put, yeah. to dispatch a team like Real than I do United.
0: Um, I'm still concerned.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's still some level, there, especially given Juventus' season so Exactly. Far, they're looking yeah. better right now, uh, and also, um, like Allegri, uh, Allegri's Juventus in the Champions League. Uh, did not like put many feet wrong mm-hmm. like they they dispatch teams they weren't upset like uh when Lyon put Juventus out two seasons ago um like when Allegri was there you wouldn't have expected that type of a result you you expect them to dis- dispatch and I feel the same way even if they aren't clicking or firing I think when you get to those like Champions League nights I think I think they've got to take it but again like you, know, you
0: never know yeah. with a big team like Villarreal yeah um, okay moving on to the next matchup uh, Chelsea versus Lille got the Canadian Jonathan David in the conversation
2: though. Yeah, Lille's going all the way <laughs> I mean Chelsea's looked very human uh, it's over true. the past six weeks or so it could just be a different form I mean like that's just natural um, but I mean Chelsea's one of those clubs that at the start of the season you said I could see them winning everything or yeah. I could see them just completely demising, like that's kind of the way. I I
0: didn't even through. see the demising. I was like, they're winning everything. I was yeah. terrified. I was sitting there like, these guys are terrified <laughs> Even
1: they just win everything, and like two could not be there. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. they'll that's bring Chelsea, in Di
0: right? again or something. Yeah. I'll just be like, oh god, help yeah. us. <laughs> I,
2: I can for sure see them uh, like winning, like maybe not winning Champions, but like winning something. Yeah. Uh, and him for still getting uh. Yeah. But yeah, I I uh, Lil, I mean Jonathan Davidson fantastic striker and they have a lot of good players and they on, on coming off a of back of season that like an amazing season last year uh, I think they're going to ride the momentum um, you just got to hope Chelsea doesn't re like find the form that they've been in yeah. um, before then because if Chelsea is at that level well Spurs kind of helped them out with that to be fair <laughs>
0: that's the type
1: of team that like Lukaku can bully like yes. uh, if, if that happens it could be bad I would love to see Jonathan David get a goal in London. Oh, yeah. I think that would be, uh, you know, he's getting inside. Like, you know, he's getting to oh, move. I heard, he's coming. Swords he's against, coming. Swords against Chelsea in, in a, like a Champions League knockout in London, like, uh, yeah, that'd be huge. Form.
0: I really thought Arsenal were going to go in for him just based on his form.
2: Um, but I don't think, and this just comes back to the giant transfer window, where like if you're called like Lil uh, competing in the Champions League, trying to in the league, what incentive do you have? of selling a player in January other than the team offering way over Crazy the game, value, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and so because of that, he's under contract. Like yeah. It just it didn't make sense that... He, I think there's a profile that they want to get for sure. Uh, But for Lil, like, why would you let him go? No. And for him too, it's I mean, like, as a player, like, what is, like is... You've done so much with them, and you guys are having, like, this season in the Champions yeah, League right now- knockout stage... I want to stay with them and, and see where it goes. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Chelsea's still got a lot of injuries, though, don't
0: they? I mean, they've got such deep da- deep squad, though, that doesn't really sense, matter though, that much. Like, like I don't. I I really. I'm not worried about, about their they James, they're out, right? Right, and they have like Marcus Alonso and Aspera. No, right back now is oh yeah Aspilicueta. Aspilicueta. Uh
1: There's another. Um, they
0: also have the other um,
1: younger. Mm-hmm. Um, kid who's been playing in yeah. their in their defense as well? Um, oh. Who's been like a few games, um, but I can't remember. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm
0: sure the Chelsea fans will know. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be yeah. screaming at their at their laptops right now or phones. But to your
2: point, uh, as much as the deficiencies as Chelsea has shown, as great of a team little is, I don't think Chelsea will have problems scoring on them.
0: So you think Chelsea over Lille?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think I think even with the season that like Chelsea's having, I don't think they can win the league. I don't think they think they win the league. So because of that, I think like Champions League is really going to be their their point of emphasis. That's fair. Uh, and
0: FA Cup, if they're still in it, I think.
2: Is it them in Liverpool?
0: Well, that's Carabao. Carabao. Yeah, that's the final. Um, I don't think either team really cares all that much about that. It's one of those things that, like, if you win it, then... But can't, the you not care about. You get the energy, man. <laughs> um, so, Phil, Chelsea, Lille?
1: Yeah, I think Chelsea's got it. I don't give Lille much of a shot. Like, it could be entertaining, like, to see them, like, you know, siege mentality. Yeah. Um, go up against it. I, The most I'm expecting or hoping for, really, like, if Lille go through, sweet. But, like, I'd like to see Jonathan David just perform yeah. well, like, on a, on a Champions League night. Um,
0: he has been as well right he's, he's just been performing
1: yeah exactly stages. I'm just thinking like you know knockout stages against sure. like a who was in there in their group like have they played someone like of like Chelsea's caliber yet in the... I don't think
0: so I think they had a relatively easy easier... oh they did yeah they had that yeah. group
1: that was Wolfsburg was yeah. it the one that had, like where all four of the teams like at the end could have they had Lille, Salzburg, Sevilla, and Wolfsburg yeah 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 and all four of the teams could have like at the league. end there yeah um so yeah, I, uh, so you know it's a, it'll be their first Champions League night of the, of the season against sort of a a powerhouse, I like guess the European champions. So yeah. but I think I think Chelsea's got it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Okay, moving on to uh, I'm gonna save that one. I think uh, we'll move on to Inter versus Liverpool. Right.
1: Um, I
0: think this is actually one of the most enticing matchups just based on their the teams' forms. Um, Liverpool did, had a great January. Inter is top of the Serie A right now by quite a bit, I think, if I remember correctly. Oh, my phone's ringing, perfect. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I I'm gonna have to go with Liverpool on this, but let's move, let's start with Phil on this one. I think know? this is, of
1: the, of the three sort of, like, big clashes, uh, between, like, very big sides, I think this is the, gonna be the most, um... Uh, like, in like uh, this is the most competitive matchup based on the two teams' form right now. Like, uh, as much as the other games, like, have sort of maybe bigger names or bigger players involved, uh, I think Inter's form and Liverpool's form right now uh, is going to be so entertaining. Yeah.
0: Um, they're both going to come out so hard in yeah. both games.
1: Uh, Inter are playing a lot more open football than they were under, um, under Conte. They're, like, uh, they're playing so much more, like, fluid attacking football than they were previously... Um, you know they brought in a area. couple
0: players as well didn't they
1: in January yeah I actually I think they brought in a player team transfer
0: um, but yeah uh, who would you pick out of that
1: that's tough uh, I, I, I maybe we'll let you think well actually no I think I, I, okay. I'm gonna say cause this is, coming, this is gonna be coming right off the back of the, the first leg is gonna be right off the back of the african Nations, right and uh, and I I think that might give Inter a might give Inter a big edge here, uh, depending on what that does to Liverpool's like energy in the attacking, uh, attacking sure. side of things. Um, I I I could see you know, I could see either going this way, but I, I think I'm gonna back Inter on this one.
0: Yeah, I could yeah. definitely see Inter. I mean I wouldn't even say pulling an upset, right? Because you like anybody who calls it pulling an upset isn't really taking into account how good Inter Milan really is, right? Yeah. Um, Ardo, what, what are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I, I agree with, with Phil about, like, this is probably, out of all the fixtures, like, the one I circled when I looked at it and said, like, this is going to be the most entertaining. Mm-hmm. Even though when sometimes you get, like, two powerhouses, sometimes a little bit lackluster, I don't think this would be the way the situation is. Um, first game is... In Italy, I believe, right? Uh, let's see here. I, I, I just I, I had it I believe it. so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, it is. Wow. D- it depends. That that's a huge that coming, oh, that's coming that's back to the no, Anfield. No. Uh, that's such a huge picture <laughs> I think uh,
0: Anfield second legs never a fun time. No, it's just
2: it's <laughs> such a like you need such a good result there because then to go back to Anfield is is so it's so difficult. <laughs> Like, it's probably the worst place you want to be. So, I think if they don't, uh, like, really give themselves some cushion in that first leg, I mean, like, no goals conceded, at least two goals scored, I would give them, like, uh, like I think you got a good chance of winning this leg. But if they concede at home, uh, or if they don't win at home, then no. Like you, you, so, it yeah. seems like
0: you're leaning towards Liverpool.
2: I would I 100% would give Liverpool the advantage, I think, over two legs because of Anfield. Yeah. Uh, and because of the way the fixtures are. Uh, but I think... If you're Inter, like you know, like coming off Afcon, and you know you're home the first leg, you got to be like, "Yeah, this is yeah, it. Yeah. Like we need this game has to be
1: perfect." Yeah, for uh, sure. Because you, you don't want to bank on going away. I so, like, yeah, they, uh it's uh, it's the most interesting, I think, of all the games is the Liverpool Inter. Like, it, it's uh,
0: definitely got the most. Um, what's the word?
1: intrigue behind yes most
0: intrigue behind like what could happen in that matchup yeah Um, but I mean there's still some a couple other really interesting matchups let's move on to the the next one Um, let's let's go to Atletico Madrid versus Man United now um, this is such an interesting one in my eyes I just want to hear your thoughts on it
1: and it's chaos versus chaos exactly both yeah. teams are uh, don't know what or where they are <laughs> this is uh,
2: this is the same level maybe of intrigue as the inter Liverpool, but of very different yes, yes. very <laughs> different yes. reasons <laughs> I'm
1: just as but not clubs that are like they're they're <laughs> blindfolded they're in the woods they've yeah. got like they've got so many swords yeah, anything, anything can happen yeah there's no guidance it's just uh, <laughs> it's just nighttime yeah both
0: teams might not even play the match or, like, anything can happen yeah, at yeah. this point you
2: just, you just gotta think though as soon as they got that draw Cristiano just must have been licking his wrist yeah, and you know no, it's like i like to go fans too they must have been like as much as whatever their opinion of United is if they think they're good team or not that guy has just torched them yeah, so yeah. many times yeah. where like they gotta just be like Like, we couldn't avoid him one year. Until
1: until this season, because Atleti's conceded more goals this season than ever before. Um, Right. It was, like, until this season, Cristiano Ronaldo had, like, like some massive percentage of every goal that (laughs) (laughs) Oblak had ever conceded. It was, like, ridiculous. It was under, like,
0: Simeone's tenure. Yeah, it was, like,
1: under that that whole tenure... Um, Ronaldo had scored some some wild percentage of all the goals of like had ever conceded in yeah. football history. Oh his my god, playing. the
0: All Black one was insane. Yeah. That stat was crazy.
1: And um, and so yeah, that that's I think that'll be a huge piece just mentality wise. But both teams uh, have no form rhythm. Like uh, <laughs>
0: it's that, hard to pick a winner. they both sides
1: <laughs> they, they should be doing better than they are in their respective leagues with the the talent they have at a, at hand. Yeah. Um, I think I think I still give it to Atleti I think I, I, oh, that's tough though the Ronaldo the, thing the, like only, a... the only thing is that I think they're very evenly maybe
2: in terms of uh, like quality performance the only thing I will say about United is that I think they have a few more uh, like big stage guys yeah where like tight games two legs you need a goal like every game you watch United you're like I don't know what minute it is, but these guys have a chance to score. It yeah,
0: has yeah. so many. Of these Atletico, guys. I will say, Atletico Madrid didn't have the same bite. Like, you know, Liverpool got knocked out by them last year, right? Yeah. And and like and when you watch that Atletico Madrid team, they still had that passion. Yeah. Where but like you watch them in the group stages against Liverpool this year, yeah. and you're like, it's just not the same. What are, are you? It's weird. It's, just, it's just not the same feel that you thought. It was a tough group to be fair, but it's yeah. just like you thought Atletico was gonna be like a little more dominant, a little more commanding in that group.
2: But at the same time, arguably, like this is one of the most talented Atletico sides that like they've had in so yeah. long. Yeah.
0: They just can't uh, click, you know. They just, I, I, just think like Simeone's tactics just don't fit with the players they're bringing in a lot of times. Like obviously, whatever defensive players they bring in are gonna fit.
1: Yeah. I, think, but, I think it's gonna be yeah. wildly entertaining, but terrible football. I think so as well. Like, uh, it's going to be like, such a... I, I think it's going to be... I think it's like a one-nil chaotic, aggregate. like, just uh, all over the place. One-nil aggregate penalty
0: long. goal. Like, yeah. that's the type of game I'm yeah. predicting. Who do you guys have going
1: through? I think you said
0: Athletic, Yeah, right? I think so. I don't know.
1: The are not going really thing so tough. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it sounds so dumb. Like, we talked about... And you're a big Ragnick player. fan, too, yeah? so... <laughs> yeah, I, it, but, and, you know, I, I like Rob Ragnick, and I like many of the pieces at United, but, like, I don't think by any means that's a... A That's functioning unit, uh, by any means, but you can also say the same thing for Atletico this season. Yeah. And so I don't know. I, I, I'll say buddy All right, Arda, what about you? I think
2: you, over two United takes
0: it. Really, yeah, interesting. Do you have you guys have aggregate scores on that at all? Because it, it is an interesting aggregate score line. There are two teams that. I mean, like, Atletico's so strong defensively, you can't see United scoring that many against them. But at the same time, you see, this like, they were poor. United's. Yeah. United, Historically. Exactly. And then United's defensive side is just, like, so crap that you're like, yeah, I mean, Atletico's Madrid doesn't need to be. Uh, offense doesn't need to be, on, like, firing at full force. You
1: yeah, know? it's going to be, like, 1 yeah. 1. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, they'll both have come in one game, so it'll be, like, an away goal. The next day, <laughs> it'll be 0 0. it to be such a weird uh, matchup. We had no more waves. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, they got well, rid so of the away
0: goal rule. Champions it's, League. Done.
1: it's done, right? Like, Are you sure they got rid of it? Extra time, no? Or is it just regular? No, I think they or... got rid of it. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So we just go to, I think sorry, it just yeah. goes to extra time. I totally though. forgot we're done with the away-goals.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So, oh, for sure, for sure? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Might yeah. have to change some of
0: those predictions. What was the 3-3 you were saying? The benfica Ajax. Yeah. Okay, so you just okay, say Ajax okay. with it.
2: Yeah. yeah, 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 I guess so.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, i That was the only one I think we put on a tie. Yeah, Yeah,
2: I think probably like, uh, like away, probably a tight game. Yeah, uh, I could see like, is the first game in Madrid?
0: I think so, yes. I think if
1: Ronaldo's gonna shine anywhere, it's gonna be in, in Madrid. Madrid. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he gets up for that, like the, yeah. the crowd I he would love that. Uh-huh. It's not the
2: Vicente Calderon
1: though.
0: But, no, and, honestly, and he's yeah. not on Madrid.
1: Yeah, I
0: know, I know. <laughs> he gets a lot more frustrated yeah. on United. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on to the last matchup of the round of sixteen, uh, the two big hitters, El Cashico. El Kashiko. <laughs> <laughs> um, PSG. Now, though, really? Yeah, I guess yeah. PSG versus Madrid. Um, I'll, I'll start off with this one and just say that I think Madrid has this one in my opinion, just because I think Vinicius Junior and Benzema are unstoppable right now. But, I mean, you never know with guys like Messi and Mbappe, right? What are your thoughts? Uh, maybe we'll start off with Arda on this one.
2: Yeah, I, I think uh, I think Madrid's a better squad. I like their midfield a lot better. And, like, typically I think the team with the best midfield usually wins a game. Uh, it's interesting, though, because all of uh, Paris's front line have, like, uh, a reason to want to win this game. I mean you have Messi of course with the Ronaldo with the um, Madrid thing like they have their history Neymar used to play for Barca the same thing you have Mbappe who I think he's going to audition for Madrid <laughs> this, over this two legs so there's a lot of incentive for them to like push forward it's true. Uh, but I don't know I think uh, you know when you I like Madrid's Defend someone better than uh, PSGs. I like their midfield a lot better.
0: I think I like Ancelotti better in general as well. I think
2: Ancelotti for this squad was yeah. such a smart hire. Mm-hmm. Like there was not another coach you could bring in with this like kind of weird limbo stage where uh, Madrid's with. Where like they got a lot of young guys. They're carrying over with some of these older guys. He's won with them before, so it's like nothing too new. He's got them dialed in. Uh, like Benzema is. Talk, talked about how well he's played. Like they lost today, but he wasn't playing. Yeah, um, I would favor Madrid over two legs. Um, I don't know, man. Whenever we got
1: Messi yeah. in the game,
2: like
0: that's, that's that front three is just like you. N- you never know. Yeah. Uh, Phil, what about you?
1: Yeah, I, I, was. I'm picking Madrid to go through, but it's gonna be one of those ones where, like, you know that that PSG attack is dangerous. Like you know that they're like they're gonna put you on the back foot as soon as they like get the ball as long as they they decide to like play that way but um I I would give PSG more of a chance if 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 we knew at this stage if they weren't gonna go for like the big three up top whenever they play like like Di Maria yeah. and and uh, and Gay in the midfield like it's um uh, like. It it feels like a more functional squad, and I think if the like the all the reports and rumors that are have come out, or I don't know if it's confirmed, but like the Potch is gonna go at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, it almost gives Pach some more freedom to be like, oh, I don't need to like listen to like the higher up and play what they want me to play, like play all the big players at the same time. Yeah. Play like your your weirdest most functional squad that's actually gonna get the result, and I think, like, deep. I think anytime PSG has played really well, De Maria has been on the field. He's
0: been like the he's, man. He's
1: in <laughs> a deeper role, in a wide role. Yeah. I think he's so good, and, and he's so like uh, multi-purpose and versatile that um, that I think if that was the case, I would give PSG more of a chance. I think they'll get goals. They've just got like attacking power, but um, I think this Madrid side, if they're if they're still operating on the same way they have been recently. Uh, it, it feels like they've got like a machine clicking. Yeah. PSG do not feel that no. way this season at all, um, and yeah, I I, I think yeah. I back Madrid. And one thing with Madrid, and I think um, it's just so different from
2: PSG, is that I remember PSG in the Champions. I don't remember who they were playing, but one of the pundits was saying is like you, you you're not going to win a game uh, when two of your players like aren't working, right? Aren't running, and PSG sometimes when you have. Mbappe Neymar and Messi you have three guys not doing that potentially yeah and then you look alternately at Madrid and like every one of those there, guys right. even
0: Vinicius Jr. Oh, right? Enzimo,
2: like, all of them they're tracking back they're winning headers. like every single guy on that team runs and works yeah. like and they, they kill themselves with everything uh, and as Phil said like you look at PSG this year and you're just like
0: it's team versus individuals, yeah, right? It's like picking. that's the matchup, is it?
1: Yeah, again, we can, we can say right now, like uh, I I know uh, Benzema, Vinicius, uh, Modric, all having incredible seasons, right? Yeah, I can't pick at PSG, who's like, like yeah. they're like, they're rock this season. They've got they've got enough talent there, yeah. Uh, but like, I, I don't feel by any means that they're like. in
0: I've just never been convinced by PSG. They feel less
1: intimidating than they did. Like, uh, this, the team that Byron played uh, both, like, when they beat them in the Champions mm-hmm. League and yeah. when they knocked Byron out the following season, like, last year. Um, I, uh... I, that team I felt
0: like a different... It's kind of like the Atletico Madrid thing I was mentioning. It's mm-hmm. just a different edge to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like it's kind of that edge has kind of died out For sure. over time. Um, and I completely agree. I think that Madrid just has the better team overall yeah. in terms of, like, how they're playing and all those kind of impacts. But, yeah, you never know what the individual Madrid know
1: how uh, how they work best. Yeah. Like, it, it may not always happen, but I think Madrid have an understanding. of this. even They even know this, they know when team, things are working. Even this yeah. weird team, like, uh, like know how to get things done in a way that works for them. I, I don't ever feel that way about this PSG squad. Yeah. 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 Like, Madrid, you can watch a game, uh, you've never watched them before,
2: and after the game, you can be like, this is what they're good at because they did it all game. Right. They they're not trying to do anything strange. Like they're a counterattacking team. Yeah. Uh they have
1: speedy wingers. They're good at build they, up. Every every aspect, right? Great. Like and they lean into that heavy uh I wonder if uh, do you think Sergio Ramos get someone sent off but like he gets to, sent right? off too he's gotta get sent off he <laughs>
2: totally forgot about him that,
0: yeah, like, he's that, gotta so get, get sent off that's like the main thing I'm looking for. it would be so funny
1: if he pulled his crap and got someone in Madrid sent off in
0: Madrid, in Madrid. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. the Madrid fans yeah. boo him that's yeah. my dream it's
2: funny though because I just I can't see a situation over two legs that he doesn't get sent off yeah because he's such uh, like such a shit he's disturb. such an, an emotional guy yeah. and like there's no way that narrative of uh, like, yeah, especially
1: three. if they're losing.
2: And yeah. They're, if, he's in, if he's in Madrid and they're losing that game, he's getting sent It off. would be
1: so strange to see... He'll just kick Messi. it will no, just, he'll he'll just he'll be an he'll instinct. It would be, so, <laughs> it would be very, very weird visually. Like, uh, it would feel wrong if they're in Madrid and PSG score... And like Ramos is <laughs> celebrating with Messi in Madrid, like jersey <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like Messi's on Ramos's back. Like uh, <laughs> oh, it doesn't even no. have to be that extreme. I just mean it, even if it's neither of them scoring and they're all just like in a group celebrating. It's gonna be weird. Like yeah. Ramos celebrating with Messi in Madrid. Madrid for PSU would be... Just uh,
0: Ramos a- celebrating against like, Madrid just feels weird.
1: It's like perverted. It's like when Lampard scored for City, City against, against Chelsea and it was like, oh, like... The- <laughs> 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 what FIFA, what FIFA like, game would I play now? It's like when they score the first alley-oop in semi-pro. But yeah. Everyone <laughs> just is like... Wow. I wonder though,
2: uh, do you think Messi just like Deep down, just absolutely hate Sergio Ramos. And like and just can't I feel I, like I would. I feel like he just chummy chummy with him and I feel like Ramos is probably like, uh like you know, hey, like, you know, bygones be bygones, we're competitors, so good. I think Messi's probably like, Yeah, 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 and then he goes home and he's like
1: Fucking guy. <laughs> <thing. laughs> I, I can't tell because uh, I, I just always wonder, like, when you get to that level, like, there's a certain amount of that that you have to buy into because of your clubs and your history and, and that kind of thing and the narrative. Uh, you have to like for the the spectacle of it all yes, for supporters yeah. for fans, but like, I wonder if at a point they're just like, like, he's doing what I'm doing, like yeah. you're just you're just working, <laughs> like you're you're going. But let's to, be fair. Yeah. Uh, I think some of the jobs
2: that Ramos did over the years might have been like a yeah, out of the sure. description yeah of football. Yeah, yeah. So sure, I sure. can see him holding a grudge in that yeah. sense.
0: Absolutely, that's going to be a fun matchup, regardless of yeah. of how it goes. Um, maybe just to close out the Champions League talk, and then I mean, we can quickly do some footy or some Canada footy talk. But who do you guys think for finalists and potential winners of the Champions League and runner ups? Who do you guys see as favorites going forward?
1: Well, now I think about who I'll pick to go. I'm like, okay, like i me look back through my list. Well, yeah, I mean, you might
0: have it. gone through the whole bracket and done like draws and stuff yeah. as well. Yeah, it doesn't um, need to bracket it. I just yeah. like because
1: it'll all get redrawn. Exactly, it all gets
0: I, redrawn after six. Yeah, and we'll see
2: how it it gets lined up. I um, I always give Madrid a chance just because I know how much they value it. Right. Uh, and the season that they've had, they have a lot of depth as well, and I think that's a huge thing. Like they haven't really been. Hit by injuries, like not too much COVID, but like. I
0: think that's like, I. it's weird though, but I don't think Madrid would be a favorite for a lot of people this
2: year. No, for sure. Yeah. I, I agree. But what I will say is, like. Uh, you can't
0: I mean, count them out, but. like just...
2: to, In my mind, uh, every year that Madrid is in the Champions League, mm-hmm. uh, they have <laughs> a chance to win it. Uh, obviously, I history mean, has a big part of that. Yeah. Because they've been <laughs> they literally long
1: won it. We were like, what the fuck? But is like, going it's on? just <laughs>
2: something about players who. Who've done it and they know how to do it, yeah. and when you look at the spirits that they have on that squad, I'm they like, do. Yeah, uh, it depends how like it depends on I mean, what fixtures you get. Like you know, they could get through this, and the next leg like, they had to play Bayern, and then you're just like, all right, like this is a hard route for you to go yeah. through. If they um, can
0: get through PSG and Bayern, they should just get the trophy. <laughs>
2: yeah, honestly, yeah, <laughs> but are two you, tough you teams. Get it tough to get it easy like, I mean, uh, I think I think Bayern has a good chance of it. Uh, I think Madrid has a good chance. Um, I think, I don't know, it's just, it's City has the quality to do it, but for some reason I just don't think... You just never do, right? I just just never favor them to think that they're going to I just I just
0: never, for whatever reason, I never think they're a favorite to win a Champions League. It's because they've never won one, but it's just like, even if they're a finalist last year, I can't think of it, you know?
1: Yeah. Even if they still had like a... Even if they won it
0: last year, I wouldn't think of it.
1: Even if they still had like, I just still feel like not having like a like a a dedicated goal scorer for when you're in those Champions League games and you just need someone to put it in. Mm -hmm. Uh, They did sign one that eventually will help them out. Yes. Ten guys in the box. Um,
0: Julian Alvarez will not be there. He's going back on loan, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Don't have to deal with him for another six months. (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, I think, I think, like, Madrid is like always hard to argue against, but like if, you know, if Madrid get past PSG, it's just uh, does this Madrid squad like get past like every single big hurdle? Like, if I put yeah. this Madrid side up against Liverpool, if I put them up against others, like I think it's it, in my in my mind. Like, uh, Bayern's been playing really well. Maybe Bayern, and then the, whoever wins out of Inter or Liverpool, I, I think the Inter Liverpool game is like yeah. Uh, there's got to be a finalist in there. You think I, so? I, I, you think, think Inter so.
0: can go that far? This, 'Cause this I, I think team. like I think people would argue like Liverpool have the potential to always kinda of make it that far mm-hmm. in Champions League, kinda of like Madrid in a yeah, way. Yeah. Um especially with the form they've been in. For sure. But I think like Inter is like one of those teams that I think it would be a surprise for a lot of teams to see or p- people to see that team in the finals.
1: Yeah, I could see that. I just think they're playing like such uh such different like it doesn't feel like it was under Conte. And like they're they're in the knockouts now, so it seems like they like uh, you know there was that sort of joke about them, like, just they couldn't get out of the group's <laughs> stages, but they do have, they have Champions League And hey, League if pedigree. they beat
0: Liverpool, that's enough of a statement. They have
1: Champions League pedigree. I think, that's what I mean, like, if, I think it's whoever comes out of that group go, should true. make it to the final. Big favorite. Like, uh, yeah. if, you, if you can beat a team
2: now over two legs without goal differential, and, like, in this case, the second leg is in that uh, that's like huge. Your stock is rising. Yeah, you know huge. what I mean? Like you. That's the type
0: of thing that like Liverpool did a couple years back against I can't remember exactly who, but they beat like a bigger team in like one of the uh, knockout groups, and yeah. it's like, wow, this Liverpool team is for real. Yeah, you know, like so you get that momentum. Yeah. and
2: I think I think if if Inter ends up beating, because to me that's like the toughest. As much as uh, Paris and Madrid is like very uh, shiny and yeah. still watch, like these are the best. Of all the of two fiction, of my, most
0: entertaining
2: teams, as like see. the highest out uh, of like both
0: teams, to me, this is the highest. I really hope that yeah, we're not, not hyping me. this up, and then it just becomes <laughs> <a> <laughs> terrible. Even
1: if, it, even if it becomes like a like a bit of a like a match, man. like a tactical match, it's still uh, enjoyable for like a, wow, like you're you're seeing two teams that are playing very good and very smart.
0: Yeah, I can't think the quality will be there. Regardless. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, for sure, it's like. Um, It would be like criticizing the Champions League final of last year. Like, Chelsea and City was, like, an interesting matchup because, like, both of those teams, like, it's not necessarily the most exciting always when the two go against each other, but, like, that's a... You
0: knew what Chelsea was going to do. You knew what City was going to do, and it kind of played out that
1: way. (laughs) So, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's got to be one of them into the final. And then I'll I'll say Bayern just because I think...
0: They are definitely...
1: Most of the other teams you put Bayern up against there, I think they would be fine with, except for Madrid. For sure, I, yeah.
0: I think it's you kind of have to base it off current form, right? And I think you, like you said, teams like Bayern, Madrid, Liverpool, Inter, they're kind of in the best form in terms of European. I mean, City again is another example, yeah. but like we said, with City, it's kind of tough to just kind of say like their favorite. Yeah, I don't know for for whatever reason, and, and maybe it's just like the mentality. City, like
1: like Guardiola teams, like. Uh... They they will destroy you in a league season. Yeah. They will they're so they, ruthless. It's kinda like Bayern in that yeah, one, way, right? They just games, know what to
0: do against those weaker teams.
1: One off games, like that's what I'm saying. Like uh, if I'm pick, looking here, like if pitting pitting CD City C- against all these teams, mm-hmm. so I'm like over two legs, like uh I can I don't see don't a team necessarily... like Ajax beating them. <laughs> yeah, like... yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um just just because of that sort of history with their their games.
2: Yeah, so And I think this is one thing of just like until you've done it, it's hard to pick you as a favorite. Yeah. yeah. If I've never seen... And, and also in Liverpool's team... am sorry, uh, City's team. How, how many of them have actually won a Champions League? I don't and, think uh, any, any of them. Any of them? No, I don't think so.
0: I'm trying to think about one of the players that might have, but... No, they've all... They're it's, all... It's,
2: it's something... And it's so funny because <laughs> uh, like the mental aspect, even at this level, is so high, but... And not to like pick on a team like Spurs, but... I mean, there's a reason why they always, you know, they climb, 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 meet yeah. to a peak, and you're like, whoa, this club's at a stage, and they just, like, fall, and you're like, what, what is it? You yeah. know what I mean? You have such talented players. You
0: well, can't it was like Liverpool struggle. with the Premier League. We were like, why, why, can't, yeah. we why they, can't we do this? Why can't we do this? then it. And then we did it.
2: Yeah. I think I can do it. You did For that, sure. you did the Champions League, and now the perception has changed
0: completely. <laughs> well, Champions League had done before, but... But it's, uh, it's just interesting, like, City, they've, won, they've been so dominant... For so long in England, yeah. yet we still don't think of them as well, a favorite. <laughs> I
2: mean it's kinda like the thing where uh and not to relate to basketball, but like all last year we saw Utah first place in the West. Yeah, and not a single person was like, They're gonna win the <laughs> they're gonna win the chip. You're like, no, I see this. It's true. They're gonna there's win the There's certain
0: teams where games. you know they're just like they're just better in yeah. certain scenarios than in others, right? And in there's just, also
2: some teams where you're just like uh in like in any sport where you're like every game you know what you're gonna get from them yeah they're super consistent and that's super good at winning games but then their ceiling is lower than some other teams and maybe they're more consistent but those one-off games where like you're nervous and this is completely different than you ever felt before and these lights are shining you're playing in the middle of the week and it's just different Uh, if you've never been there and you've never done it uh, you'll doubt yourself.
1: I, I don't know what it says about us and like what we've been like who we've been throwing around here, uh, or maybe it says something more about the current state of the squad. But like, uh, like none of us mentioned Chelsea. <laughs> like, uh, no, it's interesting. I, I was
0: gonna bring them up because yeah. I was gonna say like the current champions aren't really being mentioned. But it's like that's why I brought up the four teams that are kind of in better form. Yeah. Right. Because you think about those teams more. Based on, or you think about who might be a favorite based on the form mm-hmm. as opposed to just the stature of the team yeah. or the squad. It's um, hard. Too. And that's the main thing, right? Yeah. I don't think Chelsea. Chelsea so I don't think Chelsea's just in a place right now where they can like push for. I guess that's all they have to push for though, so who knows? Yeah. I mean, who, who really knows? And Tuckle seems to be doing a good job with the tactical aspect. Uh, we've been talking for like an hour and 24 minutes. Nice. Uh, like a crazy long time, honestly. i would have to split this into two episodes, which a is lot. completely <laughs> funny. Right uh, but, I mean, like, maybe just to close out this entire footy conversation, which I've honestly just en- en- so enjoyed because I've had to do completely different <laughs> topics for the past few months. Um, maybe we'll just talk a little bit about something that's very close to me, probably close to both of you as well. Which is the um, the I mean Canadian soccer team essentially being one win away from qualifying for the, their first ever World Cup. I don't think I ever thought Canada would make a World Cup until they hosted it, but we're actually might do it right before we host it. Yeah. We might be right, right before on the point, um, which is great timing in a lot of ways. But um, maybe just to close out, some quick thoughts. Uh, Starting with Phil, what are your thoughts on the Canadian soccer teams? Yeah, I think uh, think
1: you you touched on it there. Uh, I'm I'm now more excited for us in our own home host World Cup because if we can get to Qatar, uh, like, there's a ton of young kids on this team uh, that'll be, like, at their peak, like, uh, should be at the peak of their careers, uh, hopefully, by the time the 2026 World Cup comes around. And, to have a, a, already a tournament under your belt and then to play at home, uh, I think is even more exciting. I don't, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. It looks like we'll qualify. Um, it's been like extremely entertaining. Uh, it's been fun, you know, following following football, uh, always listening and watching European football and listening to uh, football podcasts that are Euro- Eurocentric and then having them over the last few months like. Talking about Canada in like a way that's exciting, it gets me even more excited because I'm like, oh man, these people that I I respect and who think about football in ways that I respect, are right now discussing like like people I actually know personally, um, in 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 a way, and I, and I think that's really really uh, like entertaining, like something I've never I never expected to. Uh, that's gotten me more wrapped up in the joy than I had expected to be. Well, it just kind
0: of makes it like brings it to light, right? For sure. It really like makes it clear in your mind that oh, it's not just me losing their minds about how well Canada's doing or Mm. how well the squad is doing.
1: For sure, I'm more I like as excited as I am about the whole setup for for the men's national team, I just love that like, between the Ice Teca uh, event like, just the pandemonium of that, like it being cold and Edmonton and snowy and Sam's celebration turning into like a meme like an internet viral meme uh, and then him scoring the goal on the weekend, yeah. uh, against the US to cap off the, the winning against the His U.S. His first ever goal. And, uh, and such a nice goal. Yeah. Um, like, just because I, like, I, I knew him when he was younger and he played soccer with Bryce and you played against him. Uh, like, uh, that, that's more meaningful to me than like, uh, Alphonso Davies, than Jonathan David, uh. That, that Sam's, like, an integral part of that team. Uh, it is, I, I it is really
0: cool. cool to see somebody who, like, essentially grew up around us. Yeah. Who is literally sure. just, I mean, not only playing for Canada and playing for Canada at a time where they're playing better than ever, but he's an integral part and reason as to why they're playing so much better. For sure. Um, I mean, I won't go into too much detail, but let's just say him sitting in that left-back position has pushed a lot of our better players forward which yeah. has caused um, a lot, let's just say, a lot more uh, f- success yeah. for the Canadian team. Uh, Arda, any thoughts on it?
2: I think just in general, um, what I think this has the potential to do for Canadian football is, is really exciting. Um, as you said, like growing up, the thought of Canada being in the World Cup was just never a thought. Like I, I remember distinctly growing up and being like, I hope Canada... Host the World Cup because that's why like I'd love to see it and see our team in there. Um, and then, you know, this shouldn't be, uh, obviously, it's, it'll be uh, very exciting and very shocking uh, for Canada to qualify. But to anyone who really follows Canadian football, knowing how many of these players are playing in, in different leagues over the world and the success that they had is nice. Um, but just knowing what this is just going to do for kids growing up watching footy seeing canada seeing that avenue of like oh like there's canadians uh, professionals playing in the world cup like living the dream that like either i'm now i now have or didn't or didn't think would be possible like I, i kind of related to when vince carter went to toronto and uh like basketball wasn't a thing that much in canada and what he did for that toronto and you hear the players now in the nba like shea and jamal murray and, you know, Tristan Thompson and all these guys talk about, like, yeah. Like Canadian he, players, play right? Canadian he players, around. yeah. Like, he, he built state uh, uh, courts in Toronto, and he's the reason I play basketball. And you're going to have all these kids watching World Cup and, you know, watching this Canadian team and, and seeing them beat USA and teams that we never thought we could compete against. Uh, and it's going to just promote footy. And for someone like myself, who's just, uh, like, football's meant so much for me in, in all my life and, and following it, uh, to see Canada on that stage and to see those guys and what it means for them uh, it's exciting to see what they're going to do but I mean the accomplishment is is already there like they could not make it out of the group stage and I don't think anyone going to feel any different about this team but I think this will have like a big rolling effect uh, for Canadian football and just in general the view of of how you know Canada's looked at on the international stage like for sure like real as Phil said like you have footballers like it's strange hearing them talk about uh, a football. I was like talking about Canada the same way as like you would talk about any other international uh, team. And that's just like not something I'm ever used to. And like I'm talking about like the quality and the style they played. And I'm just like, what? I'm this is this is, <laughs> yeah. what, do you, Canada? You do? what
0: do you need? Like, <laughs> yeah. Are you talking
2: hockey? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no style. Yeah, no, it's just, uh, it's beautiful. It's it's really nice, and I think, um, and I think even the team themselves. Uh, I think partly they got to be a little bit uh, surprisingly shocked about the support within Canada that they're getting, and like. I really like you saw when the Raptors went to the finals like yeah. Canada was like alright this is our team like let's roll with it yo gonna we can to actually do some
0: World Cup parties yeah, and not like, have to wear different jerseys yes, like we can, can wear Canadian yes they're gear. going
2: to they're going to go crazy yeah. and, all that yeah. black shirt that yes. dude, dude that's is so nice yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah we'll all buy them <laughs> yeah.
2: and you know like it, and it this is such perfect timing like if we end up hosting and they have games and we're there and like then you have these guys who played in one tournament and they're coming here and uh like you know by then you know who knows where you know what john the david and you know all these other
0: i
1: also like that um like can because of this and this is a product of social media and like following athletes and streaming and all that sort of thing like it's crazy the amount of people that watch that um like Sam Sam's goal against the United States, just because of Alfonso Davies' stream, yeah, right. Like like people all over the world who just follow Alfonso Davies yeah. because he's like a Bayern Munich player, and yeah. like just a good footballer, um, uh, who probably don't care about Canada. Yeah, like saw that video and like a like that's that's amazing to me. That it's yeah. like a, it brings a prominence to. To our national side that we, I don't think we've ever had. Yeah, absolutely. And, sure. Yeah, I think I
0: think uh, it's important also to acknowledge the the impact that the women's national team has had for football yes. in Canada. Um, I mean, considering how how long it's taken the men's team to to get to the point where we're at now, you have to take into account how much the women's team has done. In terms of developing football in Canada it, and it, developing that support, a, right? Um, that gold. I mean, that gold. That gold medal was ridiculous. It was insane. Um, I mean, look at that. We're at the top of the world in women's football right now, technically speaking, and I mean, we're at the top of CONCACAF in men's football this is something that I don't think any Canadian football fan ever thought it's of nice, happening it's the highest nice point in
1: Canadian soccer history probably I guess other
0: than
2: us being at a World Cup
0: exactly and I mean
2: legitimately the previous highest point was Owen Hargraves being transferred to United <laughs> yeah. prior to that yeah. I don't think there was a Canadian that football, <laughs> yeah, football.
0: yeah like maybe like some, that one Redzinski guy scoring a goal in oh, the yeah, Premier yeah, something yeah for sure uh, but yeah I mean they, it just goes to show all the people that have gone in Canada to this point um it's crazy to see, crazy to think of, but let's just hope it keeps
1: rolling. Can um, Can Tamori still redeclare? Has he played <laughs> enough games for for England yet? Cause, like, now Maybe because like it would be so funny. But well, we're getting changed. a
0: lot of people declaring for us now, That's right? Right?
1: Uh, It would be really interesting because it's going to be a lot harder for him to get I think into the England side. And yeah. To get into Canada, and if oh. he, like, if he declared for Canada instead, uh, yeah. he could be a part of that energy, and I think that would be. Uh,
0: I mean, who? But that's that's the main thing, right? Is I mean, if you're a kid growing up in Canada now, and you have dual citizenship for let's say England and Canada, and you have a better chance of making the Canadian national team, you can do that now. And <laughs> it's not only that; you're actually going on a on a national team that's quality. You know, yeah. like it's not like you're just going on a team because like oh, I can play national for this team. You're going on a team that's actually developing a hard quality. And not only that, is developing a massive crowd. And the fan base is just something that I hope keeps growing. Hope anybody listening to this podcast um, starts supporting and showing more support for the Canadian national team and their footballers. Um, Anything we can do to kind of keep this momentum rolling, you know?
1: Yeah, I want us to be, like, kind of, like, the energy that, like, if we qualify for the tournament, the same kind of energy that, like, Wales had in Euro 2016. Yeah. Where you're, like...
0: Or just Scottish fans in any tournament. Yeah, like, <laughs> you,
1: you've got a, a few really, really quality players, and the rest just, like, make it click. Yeah. And uh, and you just go there, and, like, your, your fans bring a good energy. Yeah. You're just there to, like, give it... Yeah. You do what you oh, they're
0: going to love Canadian fans yeah, yeah, yeah. at the at the World Cup so events. Yeah. It's going to be amazing.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's a great place to close it out. We talked about a lot today. We talked about Champions League, talked about AFCON, talked about Winter Transfer Window, Ballon d'Or, we talked about Canada Soccer. Um, and I want to thank you all for listening to the podcast. And I want to thank my guests so much for coming on for an hour and a half of of a podcast like i said this might get split up um but even then i want to thank arda so much for coming on the show thank you, Matt. and phil thank you so much for having us over to record and uh for coming on the show
1: yeah
0: thanks Tom thank you thanks guys